0: Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Hey
1: everyone, welcome to our 52nd episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion, and this week we decided to do some Long Island Iced Teas. Man, that is good. It's really good, huh? I did a good job. Yeah, you did. That's yeah. awesome.
0: Yeah, Long Island Iced Teas. It's one of those things, like, I don't ever order. Mm-hmm. You do. I do. Uh-huh. And I have a sip of it, but...
1: Well, I order them because <laughs> cause they have the most alcohol in them, and it's like... Yeah. You know... It...
0: They charge you for a regular mixed drink. Yeah. But it's got... I mean, it's it's made with... Tequila, rum, vodka, gin, triple sec. Mm-hmm. So it's got five different alcohols in it. Yeah, and then you throw some sweet and sour mix in there, and some we use Coke Zero, of course, because yeah, all of our drinks are healthy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's super easy to make.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: And I mean, you would, for all the alcohol in it, it's like they all cancel each other out.
1: Yeah. Well, I know that's why they're like they're so dangerous <laughs> to mm-hmm. drink. And you should only drink, you know, two at the most, they say. Or we whatever. go to
0: some places, that have, like, their variation, and their, they, they limit you. Uh-huh. So, like, you can only have two of these.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, but they, yeah, because they sneak up on you, is the thing, it, because they're so tasty. They're so good. They sneak up on you, and you're like, oh, shit, I'm, I'm pretty fucked yeah, up. <laughs> that's pretty yummy. Yeah, I like it. You did a good job. Well, thank you. So uh, this week we wanted to talk about um, your basically your relationship and basically above all else I your, say, your don't we talk about that every <laughs> week <laughs> <laughs> above all else your relationship yeah. is what we wanted to talk about. Um, but before we get started with that, we got a dumbass post of the week. From a listener, a new listener, actually, Mm -hmm. and her name is Brianna.
0: So, yeah, she sent this to us, and we appreciate it. So if you guys find a dumbass post of the week, if one of your dumbass friends shares the dumbass (laughs) post of the week, send it to us. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: Yeah, that makes our job a lot easier, so Uh keep them coming. Uh, So, yeah, so she sent us this one. She was not the dumbass that posted this, so she's she's in the clear. (laughs)
2: Um,
0: But she sent us this, and it says, be with someone who makes you roll your eyes it makes you smile right after. Yeah. So this kind of falls into that, you know, I'm, I'm with somebody that gets on my nerves or irritates me or, you know, you're just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and then you smile. I mm-hmm. mean, it, it's, it's one of those kind of like, take the good and take the bad. Yeah. You take them both and there you have. <laughs> that's what the song was in that one episode. Oh, yeah. Because that's, that's what trying, you were
1: saying. Yeah. I, know, I was
0: trying to figure it out. But uh-huh. it, it, it's still this. I don't know why so many people think that you have to have aspects of this relationship of of this in your relationship mm-hmm. to be in a relationship
1: right I know,
0: and you know it just it drives me nuts uh-huh that you people think you have to be with someone that gets on your nerves,
1: yeah, you don't yeah we we don't get on each yeah. other's nerves i mean, I think we said it in the last episode or the episode before that mm-hmm. where how um, how you said that that's a huge compliment to me mm-hmm. <laughs> that you don't get, I don't get on your nerves. And maybe
0: that's why she said
1: it. Maybe. Yeah. Because
0: she heard us talking about it. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, it feels like it's been a long time, but I know everybody else got the episode last week, but we took the, took it off.
1: Yeah. It took the week off and yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, and, and so what I was saying earlier was we're going to talk about above all else, your relationship and, uh, the reason why we decided to do this is, well, we've been traveling a lot. Um, last week, we were in Denver for a full week. The week before that, we were in Palm Springs in California. And, mm-hmm. and even going forward, we're going to be traveling a lot. Like next week, we're going to, or this coming week, yeah. we're going to Michigan, too. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we with us traveling and everything, we've been able to connect and talk to different couples. Mm-hmm. recently and it's been it's been really nice and it's it's funny and it's fun to bring up the podcast mm-hmm. especially if they're <laughs> if they're saying something that we disagree well, with <laughs> yeah
0: and, and that's it's one of the we don't i think i've talked about it like with my work i don't tell anybody mm-hmm. we even do this but that's that's kind of how we are in general we yeah. don't we don't lead off with hi i'm seth and crystal and we do a podcast right we, we don't ever say that uh-huh. um and if there's not really an organic way to even bring it up or it's not, we, we don't anticipate, okay, we've got to make sure we bring up the podcast. Yeah. We we don't even do that.
1: I know. But if, if, well, and sometimes I'm like, man, I kind of wish I would have. Right. Yeah. Know? Yeah. We
0: we do look yeah. back and or it's <laughs> like, why didn't you tell him about the podcast? Yeah. You should have said, listen to this episode. Yeah. And know. so it's funny after we started doing this, how, how much we found ourselves in conversations or in, you know, sitting at a table with multiple people that, don't know us to the point that they know we do a podcast Mm -hmm. but we've you know with 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 my business we kind of have a circuit that we do and we go to the same type of events in different locations every year and so there's some of the same people yeah um and they recognize us and they they talk to us and we have dinner with them and and we see them you know at the conferences and stuff like that and so just playing catch-up yeah you'll, you'll hear somebody talking about their relationship or or talking about a previous relationship or something. And so we, we just find ourselves, I, I think, because we we are a a unit everywhere where we are a couple. Yeah. Um, even without bringing up the co- podcast, people feel like they have to talk about their spouse
1: yeah. to us. Uh-huh. Well, I know it was funny because even like this past week when we went to Denver, and I went with my sister and hung out with her all day and then... Um, afterwards I met up with you at a comic book shop Mm -hmm. well you walk into the comic book shop and the owner of the comic book shop already knows us yeah (laughs) and but just from us traveling to Mm -hmm. Denver we didn't even go there when we lived there yeah um and he's like hey where's you're you're you're
2: alone today
0: "You're you're alone you're alone on this trip
2: yeah uh huh yeah and
0: I said no she's she's coming she's behind me she'll be here in a minute uh huh yeah, you know, and so we, we, but we, we just find ourselves having more and more conversations about this, and we get to listen to people's stories. We get to kind of listen to to their troubles and their their issues, and like you said, when we. People typically say something that we don't necessarily agree with, uh-huh. and we don't get confrontational about no, it. No, not at all. But we we kind of say it in a joking matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even even with the comic book stuff, it's funny because just yesterday,
2: oh, I know,
0: we were we were, we just st- I actually stopped at this store that just to actually try to find a movie I wanted, um, but they had this this little comic book section, and so I was kind of looking through it, and this guy just starts talking to us out of nowhere with uh-huh. with really no reason. And, uh, he, he made a couple of comments about his girlfriend Yeah. and, oh yeah, my my girlfriend doesn't even know I'm here and, and, oh, my girlfriend gets irritated at me doing this. And then, then he finally said it again and I said,
1: uh, or I said, did you
0: say something first?
1: Yeah. I said, well, that's why you got to find you a girlfriend that likes to come comic book shopping with you too. Yeah. And then you kind of reiterated what Mm -hmm. I, what I said.
0: And and it kind of goes back to the... Opposite zone attract and making sure you have enough in common and, Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And, you know, it was obvious based on the three things he said in the matter of a 10 minute interaction that his girlfriend had a problem with his hobby Mm -hmm. and he had no intentions of stopping his hobby. Mm -mm. And... It was just kind of this, you know, they're even dating and she's already like, well, enough is enough. How much more are you going to collect? And, and, you know, and it's like, get out of there, dude. You (laughs) know, this is, if you. You're
1: just, she's just your girlfriend. Yeah. It's
0: going to get worse. At this point. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just funny that we find ourselves in those type of situations. And then we, we hear people share. And for the most part, when a guy brings stuff like that, it is very cliche and, chances are they say that to 9 out of 10 guys and they're going to agree with them. Mm-hmm. But I'm the one that is not in that situation. Yeah. And uh, once again, we don't look for the opportunity to argue with them or shut it down or um, you know, stress our and opinion or well, And it or took him a few times
1: it. yesterday even to e- for me to even Yeah, if he had not said it multiple times, yeah. he would have
0: never Usually we just kind of laugh it off I or know. something. Um but yeah, I, I mean and, and I think that just finding ourselves dealing with that, it it kind of brings a little perspective, especially to the whole picture of what everybody's kind of dealing with.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. So yeah, we and we think. I mean, obviously, if you if you've listened to any of our episodes before, you know that Seth and I, what we bring, or what we do is we put our relationship first, mm-hmm. no matter what and I mean that's what we we wanted to talk about those you know those other little things that get in the way of you putting your relationship first. Well
0: and and I I think that you know we we've we've been asked and we've um, we've been questioned and we've been in conversation whether it's with a woman or a man or another couple or couples or whatever it is and even people that do listen to the podcast and they do follow us and they do hear, you know, our opinions and our advice and and our mottos or whatever you want to call it. It one of the things that that people, you know, we we have talked about, you know, what what episode is this? 51,
1: 52.
0: 52. So we we've covered 52 different topics.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I think there's usually a similar of course a a similar undertone or theme to a lot of them but We've been really across the board on on a wide variety of things that can negatively or positively affect your relationship, and so some people look for some kind of simplistic uh, answer from us sometimes where it's like yeah you know I've, I've listened to I've listened to a lot of your your episodes and you know you talk about um you know a, a healthy sex life you talk about having a lot of things in common you talk about uh, making sure your finances are straight you talk about paying each other compliments and doing little gestures for each other and and keeping up your hygiene and they start listening all this stuff off and then, and then the question is well if you if you could just like take a minute and just give one piece of advice mm-hmm. out of all the stuff you've talked about what's the one thing you think that if if I or us as a couple or or my husband or my wife or what we could do to start heading towards those other things. Because I think a lot of times when it looks... If you listen to a lot of, of our episodes uh, in, consecu- in in secession or consecutively, which we're getting. We're getting new followers mm-hmm. that are hearing about us or are or, or coming across it. And they kind of binge listen, Yeah,
1: starting from the beginning. To some
0: uh-huh. of the episodes. Or sometimes they'll, they'll catch one in the middle and then kind of flip around and uh-huh. things like that. But... When we talk about doing, you know, A, B, C, D, F, and G H H J K L M O P, all these things to do, it's like, well, well hold on, that that's a lot, yeah. because I'm not doing half of those, my partner's not doing the other half, and where can we even start? Mm-hmm. And I think that ensuring that your partner and your relationship is the number one priority and comes, as, as the episode's called, above all else,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's your best piece to start with
1: yeah work
0: on that first put your partner and put your relationship as the number one priority without exception all the time Mm -hmm.
1: yes that is that is the number one priority
0: and i I think that as you mature and your relationship matures people that have that similar type of relationship understand that that that's what it is Mm mm-hmm But I think if you're not there yet, that's where you get the oh, you guys are just stuck up each other's asses, and and you kind of get this this level of hate almost of people thinking that it's a negative thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, you need time apart. Yeah, to do that makes
1: the heart grow fonder and Mm -hmm. all that too. Right, Uh and 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 it's
0: it's especially for us. It is fun to talk to people that will say, and and I don't really think you know my goal and your goal and our goal isn't to change people's mind. Mm -hmm. I think it's really just to say, Hey, we, we've got something that works Mm -hmm. very, very well. And, and here's how, Mm -hmm. and here's why. And you you can take it or leave it. and You can excuse why you're not doing those things or why you won't do those things. And at or the end take of the day, some
1: things and take, yeah. and don't not take some things from us.
0: Right. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, what what is the comparison? Are, are you are you really as happy as us? And if you're not, maybe it's because you are digging in too hard and you won't do the things that we've talked about. Right. Um. And maybe you apply those quote unquote can'ts to those. Well, I, I can't do this. Right. Mm-hmm. Can't you know? And and those can kind of just turn into excuses. But I think that it It is fun talking to people or hearing from people or having uh, a lot of people are starting to reach out more to us. Mm-hmm. So more and more people are messaging us, messaging us more people are connecting with us. We've had people want us to call them i mean yeah. we've we we've had a over the last month or so it's, it's been yeah, a pretty up. increase in <clears throat> in our listener contact, which we love yeah,
2: but it is down. it is
0: very nice to talk to people that listen to us and follow us and and share that. You know, I used to think this, Mm -hmm. and I used to think this about my relationship. I used to think that I I needed space for my partner, and then I realized that, why?
1: Yeah.
0: I want to be with someone that I do want to do everything with. Uh Um, And and I think that's an important part in in that, you know, we always talk about about evaluation, self-evaluation and relationship evaluation, and... It's nice to hear that people are actually doing that.
1: Yeah, it really is. I know. I know it's it's so nice to to hear their feedback, mm-hmm. you know, and hear like even exactly what they're thinking about the, you know, specific episodes and stuff and um and kind of like <laughs> evaluating ourselves mm-hmm. too, like okay, like I could I could see that like how you could feel that way or, you know, Mm -hmm. by what we, by what we're saying, but, but yeah, we are getting a lot more, a lot more feedback, a lot more people reaching out. Um, and, but I mean, to go back to where I was, where I was starting was with us traveling and, and connecting with all of these people, we are getting, we we're getting the questions though wow, like, you guys look so happy, you mm-hmm. know? Or, oh, you guys must be newlyweds or something.
0: Yeah. And.
1: Just
0: have nothing to do with the podcast. Right. It's just randomly running into people.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Just a random conversation. Are you guys
0: here on your honeymoon?
1: Yeah. On our, yeah, in, at our hotel yeah. uh, bar or whatever.
0: Or or even, you know, we are there for work mm-hmm. and we always, are you guys here for vacation? Because we don't look stressed out. Mm-hmm. We don't you know, look like we're beat down. We, you know, we're not in the middle of are you're smiling all the time. We're yeah. having a good time. And, and so I think people, the last thing they think of is, oh, you're on a business trip.
2: Mm-hmm,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, we really wanted to, to talk about the, the certain things and, and maybe we will touch on, you know, some of the things that we have talked about on previous episodes, but we thought that this is a, a good Way to kind of i don't know throw it all together, even mm-hmm. um, but we I mean even with like with social media and stuff we we had an episode of it on its own, but putting the phone down you, you know even text messaging your <clears throat> your friends or your you know your sister or whoever mm-hmm. put the phone down and put your partner first.
0: Yeah, and, and I, I think that e- even as important it is in those um, those interactions you're having with your partner, just as a distraction that it can be, mm-hmm. I think it still applies for, are you more concerned with how people perceive you on social media than you are with how your partner perceives you?
1: Yeah, I know. I mean, that's
0: another way that we consistently see people use social media.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: As you can tell by the way they interact with others and how they mm-hmm the selfies they post and the efforts they go to for attention that the the validation they want is not from their partner.
2: Mm-mm.
0: Now maybe that's a cause and effect because they aren't getting validation from their partner. But we I think for me that that's how I I envision people putting social media um above their partner yeah. is the validation from that means more, it's more important, it's they they spend, you know, more time and effort to I think we've, we've talked about it on here before and you've made comments about it, about, um, you know, getting, putting on makeup, putting on a cute outfit just for the selfie. Yeah. And then wash the makeup off and take it off and it's back in your jammies <laughs> before your husband yeah. gets home. Yeah, you know? I
2: know.
0: And it's like, what are you doing? I mean, uh, one of the things that, and I don't know how many feathers this is going to ruffle, but we are privy to multiple, um, I, I'm not allowed to say pyramid schemes. What's the stupid name for him now? Multi-level marketing. Uh yeah.
1: huh. Yes, it's a pyramid scheme.
0: <laughs> but you're not allowed to say that. But whatever those are, we are privy to a lot of those. Uh-huh. And you see a lot of the you know, guys really aren't a part of this. Or right? I don't. I don't have any guy friends that are part of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but all the women I know, or that I've unfollowed because of this, they put a lot of effort into what they look like to promote. Their product. And I'm oh, yeah. not saying that all of them don't put that effort in for their husband or mm-hmm. anything like that, but you can tend to see that where you're utilizing social media for your own personal development and growth and and business or whatever you want to call it, and you're putting more effort into that through social media than you actually are into your own partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that we we just t- can see people utilizing it. In that way, I know that it is showing a priority and a precedence of what's important to you
1: uh-huh.
0: over your partner.
1: It is, I know. I mean, and uh, of course, like, of course, social media is fun, and and we we like it. Obviously, like, we wouldn't be, you know, advertising and everything. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for, for social media, our podcast, you know? Right. So <laughs> we, we still enjoy it and we still have fun with it, but you just have to make sure that it doesn't consume your life mm-hmm. and that you, you are putting on your makeup for your husband too, right. <laughs> not just that selfie or the picture, the perfect candid shot for social mm-hmm. media and stuff. Um,
0: well, and I'll, I'll see, it's funny even being out with, with other people, you'll see, um, and once again, guys, know, I, I don't ever see a guy say, hey bro, come here, let's get a selfie, and hey hey, bro, come here, hey, the four of us, come on guys, let's get together and let's get a selfie.
1: I think my dad does that.
0: And then they won't, <laughs> <laughs> and then they, they won't take, a, the guys then don't not take a picture with their partner, but I continually see. Like, you'll see, you know, a group of couples go out or Mm -hmm. or whatever, and the girls all want to take pictures together and then completely neglect their partners. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, well... Well,
1: okay. So, to be be fair...
0: To be fair. (laughs)
1: um, (laughs) Oh.
0: With that? Does anybody watch Letter (laughs) Kenny out there? All right.
1: That's such a funny show. But I think that guys get annoyed when their wife or girlfriend or whoever is wanting to take the selfie. Like... Even with them. Even with the dude. Yeah. I think that they... That is And there. you could see it all on their face. And they're just like, really? Another... Another selfie. Another freaking picture. So it's,
0: they just do it because they know it's less... Ha- the girls aren't going to be like, no, I don't want to take a selfie. Because all the girls are like,
2: yeah, selfie time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, so it's yeah. just less hassle. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah.
1: So...
0: But it's just funny when I, I look at... Had a great date night with tagged, like, all these other couples. And then there's no pictures. Like, one, pictures of the
2: dudes.
0: (laughs) And then it's just all the girls in selfie mode the whole time. Yeah. And the guy's just kind of in the background holding a drink.
1: Uh
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, I know.
0: That's
1: true. (laughs) That's very true. Mm. (laughs) But, yeah. I don't know. So, put the phone down. Put the... Even sometimes, like, I'll feel bad if I'm just talking to on the phone for a little bit too long and uh, you know, it's just like, I I know that mm, it's just kind of rude, you know, to, to be on the phone for so long and, and then like, you're waiting on me or, or whatever, you know? So I try not to, I mean, I know there's a, every once in a while where it will happen, where I am on the phone for a long time. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> try to put your partner first, definitely. Um and I think that you're what, going along with like the the friends and taking selfies and stuff, but your friends. Mm-hmm. Your friends going out for girls' night and stuff and guys' night. What who are you putting first? Are mm-hmm. you Going out with your partner, or are you going out with your friends? Yep.
0: Yeah, I I, I definitely, you know, we, we've got friends where I, I get a, a kick out of their date nights. That they're, it's date night tonight, it's date night tonight. And the date nights outweigh the guys' and the girls' nights. And that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be every Friday, you know, what, what's the saying, Saturdays are for the boys, Oh, or, or whatever. I don't know. It shouldn't be every Friday and Saturday you're you're going out with the girls or the guys, and then once every three months you go on a date night. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and I think that even that whole ball of wax with friends, the sometimes being a loyal friend can be a problem. In a relationship. I mean, we, we talked about in one episode about how your friends, you know, are ruining your relationship. Yeah. Um, and, and we talked a lot about some of the pitfalls that they can come from the needy friend and the complaining friend and the bitchy friend and the whiny friend and the, the single friend. And and all of those, I, we didn't really call them toxic friends in that one, but but those types of friends can have very negative impacts mm-hmm. onto your relationship, <clears throat> But even when you have a friend that's that's not so toxic or not such a problem, if your partner still sees from their perspective that they are a higher priority than them, it can cause a problem. Yeah, and, and we we've been part of those conversations where it's been this. Well, you know, she she's a good she's a good egg, or he's a good guy, and and it's like, well, I'm, I'm not. I'm not arguing with you about their character. Yeah. I'm saying you want to spend more time with them than you do me.
2: Yeah.
0: It's not, it's not even some of the stuff we've talked about before with this trust issue or, you know, well, he's always the wingman and, and he's always trying to get laid or trying to cheat on his wife or we're not even talking about that. It's really just the attention and the time and the effort that you're willing to spend on that other person for whatever reason. And you can come up with some good excuses as to why you do that. Maybe it's, it's because they're lonely. Maybe it's because they've just gotten divorced. Maybe it's because they're ill. Maybe it's because they've just experienced a loss. Whatever it is, you, you can come up with good reasons as to why you're neglecting your partner to spend time with them, but you still have to understand and, and realize that you're still neglecting your partner. Mm-hmm. Now, should your partner understand in some circumstances – I think within reason they should. Yeah. But I think with everything, you know, whether it's the phones or the friends, I think moderation is key. Yeah. But you still need to understand that your partner should be your priority. Mm-hmm. And and if you have to shift focus a little bit for somebody else, it shouldn't be a long term focus shift.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: You know, you're not allowed to talk about Karen's divorce for nine months and how she needs you for girls' movie every <laughs> weekend. I know. You know, yeah. or you know, I, I know this one girl whose whose husband has gone a lot, and so her married friend goes and spends Friday nights and Saturday nights and all that stuff with her to keep her
1: company. Uh-huh. Well, what is that doing to her husband? I know, yeah.
0: You know, you're you're how, definitely showing a shift in priority.
1: Yeah. How does time. he feel? And then even you know, if God forbid this happened, but if he did feel neglected, and he was like. You know, you're not, you're Mm -hmm. only giving her attention, not me. And then, you know, months later, you find him cheating on her. Right. You know, and we've talked about, we've talked about that. The reason why Mm -hmm. men and women cheat too. And neglecting your partner for your friends is a big deal. Mm -hmm. And you need to, who, if you're, if your partner isn't, if you're not ready to put your partner first before everybody... You shouldn't be getting married.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I would, I, I mean, we think that you would probably be marrying the wrong person if you don't want to put that right. par, your partner first. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I think that, um, you know, anytime, if you're looking at, if you somehow look at spending time with your partner, that you're sacrificing something else to do that,
2: mm-hmm.
0: that's a pretty big red flag. If you have to look, well, I, I sacrificed i sacrificed my friends for you. I sacrificed my family for you. I sac- Whatever you want to put in that, you're with the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Because when you're with the right person, it's not a sacrifice. No. It feels like a sacrifice when you're not with your partner. Yeah. <laughs> doing something else. I know. And... But I think people tend to try to flip it the other way a lot of times to almost hold content and and you know some type of of, of has some kind of issue with their own relationship because there's like this resentment or something
2: mm-hmm.
0: that well I didn't get to do this and I didn't get to do that and and it's it's your fault
2: mm-hmm. because
0: I was here or or that guys well I guess girls do it too but I was gonna say guys tend to really throw that up in an argument that. Well, I could be out doing this or oh, or I, no. I I I didn't go to the game with the fellas tonight so I could be here with you. Uh-huh. When being here with you should be the the better of the two options. <laughs> yeah. Uh
1: uh-huh. the your happy place. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and 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 once again, if if going to the bar and drinking with your fellas is a better time than spending time with your wife, you're with the wrong
1: person. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Yes. And I think that there's guys that hear that and they're like, whatever. No. Yes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you're with the wrong person. I know. I mean, I, I think I said it in one episode a long time ago that, um, you know, if you look back on, you know, what, what was the funnest you've had over the last few weeks and it's all stuff away from your partner, you're with the wrong person. mm mm-hmm. And And... It shouldn't feel like a sacrifice to spend time with your partner. No, plain and simple. That should not feel like a sacrifice at all. Uh huh. You shouldn't. It shouldn't feel like work. Once again, we use the term effortless all the time. <laughs> yeah. It should be effortless, and that's why we say good relationships don't take hard work. Yeah. Uh huh. Because of that type of thought process, right there.
1: I know. Yeah, well, and um, you, that's another thing that we were talking about before, like getting prepared for this ep- this episode. Was the, you know, because we do we say that a lot. Good relationships don't take hard work, and but we were really thinking about it too. Like, well, is that good advice to give somebody? I mean, I think that yes, it is, but it's but with somebody in a a bad situation that is in that hard relationship what you know what are they supposed to do well and, and
0: i i don't think that the statement that good relationships don't take hard work is advice
2: mm-hmm.
0: i think it's a for for us it's an evidence based fact mm-hmm. that good relationships don't take hard work i i i think that if you tell somebody that's with a partner that's cheating or they're struggling or they don't have anything in common or they fall into the categories of all the awful things or normal relationships that we've talked about for the last year when you say, well, good relationships don't take hard work, their immediate response is, you're saying I'm not in a good relationship.
2: <laughs> yeah. And yes. that's right.
0: That's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. You're not in a good relationship. Do, am I saying you need to get divorced? No.
2: Mm-hmm. That's
0: not what I'm saying. But comparatively, you are not in a good relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, you are in a relationship, and you are married, and maybe it's long term, and maybe you're going to last forever. But that still doesn't mean it's good.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's, you know, that's another thing that people tend to put on it. But I think that coming from the aspect of people that are, that just don't want to leave, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: that are like, it it is people that are like, it is work. It's constant work. It's lying. It's cheating. It's heartache. Well, you're choosing to live that life. Mm And if you choose to live that, then saying good relationships take hard work is not attainable for you yeah. until you leave that. So if you're making the decision to stay in that relationship, of course it's not advice. It's just a pain point and you think it's a, it's a ridiculous statement that's not true and just pisses you off.
1: Well, I think, that it, I think that it could be maybe not necessarily advice. Well it i think that it's advice. I think that <laughs> that it's more of a I guess a realization, like, huh. Okay. That they really they really think that. Well, it, i I
0: kind of equate it to the uh you know do something you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Uh huh. But that only applies for people that are doing something they love. Right. There are and same thing with marriage. There is ninety five percent of the population that have a job that they don't like that mm-hmm. much. But that doesn't mean they're still not going to work every day and still not try to get a paycheck. Mm -hmm. Not everybody can go do what they love because of other circumstances. And I I think that within reason, that's how a lot of married people that are in the normal relationship that we consider bad feel about that statement. Mm -hmm. That, well, it would be great to marry somebody or have somebody that, you know takes care of themselves. We don't have little kids to worry about and we can just travel around the world and be on the endless honeymoon, but I'm not in that, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so they don't look at it as, as advice mm-hmm. or anything like yeah, that. It's just kind I of, know. this must be nice. Yeah. And they just dismiss it.
1: That's very true. And
2: yeah. so
0: I think mm-hmm. that being able to tie some real advice into, here's what you need to look at and, you know, put your partner front friend before everything else is at least, a decent step
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> to say here's how you start at least heading down this path
1: mhm i know um i think it was last week that we we shared this a uh, a quote or whatever of about being with someone um like don't abandon your partner even when you're there well how how, how was it worded
0: about the uh being alone or something like that. Yeah,
1: something. Yeah, I, I can't, can't remember. remember the exact. I, the words. intent
0: was 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 really basically the. Uh, um, I, I've i said something kind of around that on the show about uh, like nothing 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 feels worse than being alone even when you're there when mm-hmm. you're with your partner. Yeah, and so that was kind of the intent behind right. it, right? Uh, because that's how I felt in my last relationship was uh-huh. nothing felt worse than being lonely even when you're in the same room with your partner. Yeah, um, so that was kind of why I sh- I shared that one because it was the same. Type of mindset that I had with that
1: Uh huh, yeah Because
0: I think a lot of people go through that That are in bad relationships
1: Yeah, definitely But I think, and I think with that too Well, that kind of goes back to the Using the phones and all that too And the person's right there in front of you Mm -hmm. But I also think that With having your own space in your own house too Mm -hmm. A space away from each other and you know, a man cave or a she shed or whatever. And we, again, we've had an episode, a full episode on that. But spending time with your partner,
2: mm-hmm.
1: good quality time with each other, put your partner first.
0: You no, know, one of the things whenever when I was in my last marriage, and and I had my massive man cave in the basement of my house. Mm-hmm. That's what I looked forward to getting home to do.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I couldn't wait to get home, grab something to eat, go downstairs, sit in the recliner, grab a remote control, whether it was a video game or whatever. And that's what I would think about during the day.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: was, oh, gosh, I can't wait to get home and go to my man cave and do this. It's going to be so nice to get away from this. There was never the first thought about, oh, I can't wait to get home and see my wife. I can't mm-hmm. wait to get home and, and hear about her day. I can't wait to get home and, and spend time with her and talk about dinner. And and so, once again, because of all the other aspects I've talked about, that marriage, my priorities definitely shifted yeah. to where she was getting lower and lower and lower on the totem pole.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I think that that's where you you you, you have to... I don't even know if it's a balance for some people. I think for some people, depending on their personality, they shouldn't have a man cave, period, because it will completely consume Consumed. them
1: I know. and draw mm-hmm. them away
0: from their partner. Mm-hmm. Um, I think others, it may just end up being... They know, can
1: handle it. Yeah. Just a, an extra it's a, it's a room. room <laughs> you
0: don't ever really go to that yeah. much and... And maybe it's one of those that when the wife goes to bed early and she's got a headache and she just wants to go to sleep, you're like, oh I'm not tired yet. I'm gonna go in there and play video games because it's not gonna be loud, it's not gonna keep her awake, uh-huh. and I'm not tired yet. But even saying that, that's how mine started.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Was just a little bit. And initially it was it was this point of contention where she would say she was too tired to have sex. Mm-hmm. And eventually it was like, I started to use the video games like, well, I guess if she's too tired to have sex, I'll go, I'll go play a video game or do something, you know, on my own. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And that, I don't want to say quickly, but over time, it eventually came to, are you going to bed? Are you ready for bed yet? because I couldn't wait to go do my own thing. Oh.
1: Well, and so um you bring you bring up a a good point or uh, cuz I was thinking like <laughs> you know, above all else, your relationship and I was thinking about sl- <laughs> sleep, too. Mm-hmm. And you know, there I mean there's nights where we go to bed super late, really really late. And I would say a lot of women would be like, I don't want to have sex. Mm -hmm. It's too late. It's
0: two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I got to get up.
1: Uh Uh-huh. But have sex. Tired sex is really hot. It is. Yeah. And then sometimes it almost feels like a dream. It does. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Tired sex is awesome
0: sometimes.
2: Uh Uh-huh.
0: You know, and yeah, I mean, you're right. I think a lot of people are like that. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like it's too late. No, it's so late, and and it's funny because like we joke about that.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Like, hey, it's it's one o'clock. I guess it's too late. Uh,
1: (laughs) Oh, I hate that. And and just kind of joke about it, and it's funny. Um,
0: (laughs) But I think a lot of people, it's not a joke. It's a very real. Mm -hmm. It's like I think some guys are like, shit. If I don't if I don't get this thing wind down and we're and we get the kids to bed before ten o'clock. This ain't happening, mm. and so they feel like they're on a timer, and so it takes it takes the spontaneity out of it. It takes the excitement out of it, and it and I think that on especially living that myself, I think in, you know my previous relationship. I think that the the partner that doesn't want to have sex is like I've just got to stall out another twenty minutes, and then I can give them it's the too late thing. And they aren't allowed to ask for sex. <laughs>
2: yeah, I know.
0: And so I think I think the guy's like trying to beat the clock, and she's trying to run out the clock. Uh-huh. And it's like it's like the two minute warning in football. Yeah, yeah. And that's what they deal with every night. And uh-huh. it's you know for for me I can laugh at it now and be like you poor son of a bitch, <laughs> but I lived that for twelve years. I know. And so it's it's like you know and I know even talking about it right now I know that there's going to be guys if if a woman's you know, able to admit that she runs out the clock. She's uh. probably like, Yep. Yeah, I put I put my poor husband through that all the time. <laughs> and the guy's like, Fucking hey, sort of go through all the goddamn time, you know, uh-huh. and he's probably getting upset about it. Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> I know. Yeah.
0: But it is it is one of those realistic things that I think these polarizing couples that one wants sex and one doesn't, they go through.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um but it's like, yeah, who cares how late it is? Yeah. Have some sex. Mm-hmm. Go to bed earlier the next night. Whatever yeah. you want to do. I mean, it just uh-huh.
1: whatever. I know. And yeah. then you you sleep better. <laughs> yeah. Good. And and then you wake up the next morning happy and it's all good. So mm-hmm. why not? Why not do it? Mm. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just thought I just thought of that. Just yeah, kind that's of a good one. kind of out of one. the blue. Yeah. But um, yeah, and then. You know, but it, you know, not doing that, and then how you did, where it it did turn into you having your own space and and all that. Mm-hmm. It it sucks to to not look forward to seeing your partner and only look forward to spending a t- spending time away from them in your own home.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So put each other first. Uh, we. Oh, One of the big, I I would say the the biggest one that we think is the, your family. Mm -hmm. Your family needs to come after your relationship. Yep. And I mean, that's a, it's a big deal. And I think that even, you know, mothers out there and stuff are, are shaking their head no, saying, no, your kids need to come first, but. No, your your spouse needs to come even before your, your mm-hmm. children. Even
0: you know the, there there has been plenty of of um, articles written or even research or whatever you want to call it. Uh, Were women that do take this approach, um, and they say, you know, you know I've I've read some of the articles are like why why my child needs to know my partner comes before them, or. Or whatever it is, they they get it and they understand it. Mm -hmm. Um but I I think that there's there is we we talked about it in the I think the questions you need to ask before you get married Mm -hmm. about the kids, about the single parent that has a child that is in a relationship. And how depending on that child's age, they most definitely should be your number one priority as a single parent. I think it's different for couples that have kids. I I think it's an awful thing to do to your partner when you have children together and you're married and you choose that child over your partner consistently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if you aren't married and that child is solely dependent on your relationship as the parental figure in their life, that's a different type of relationship that does require your attention to a certain Point.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Once they are an adult, that's no longer required. No. And that's something you, you tend to see. Um, once again, guys don't really go through it, but women do. Mm-hmm. Women don't want to let go of their children to the point that when their children start having children, they don't want to let go of that either. Mm-hmm. Um, and will continually say that that comes first over everything. Mm-hmm. And and you can tell by people's you know whether they're still single or they're unhappily in a relationship or they haven't settled back down or they've been divorced because or whatever that that mindset causes problems
2: mm-hmm.
0: and and I think that choosing your partner over your there there has to come a point in your adult life where. We we've talked about it in other in other scenarios and situations, but your own happiness can be the priority. Yeah. Not your child's happiness, not your grandchild's happiness, and and you pe- people that tend to go down that path make it sound like they've taken this ultimate high road and they deserve like the biggest pat on the back.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: Like I gave up doing this with my partner because I care so much for my kids and their and my grandkids or. Or whatever it is, yeah. when that's not the expectation, and if your children are expecting you to do that, your children need to come to Jesus meeting pretty quick. Yeah. That shouldn't be their expectation of you to hold, put your life on hold, so that your you know twenty five to forty five year old child is happy with what mommy or daddy is doing.
1: Yeah, I you know. You know, yeah.
0: they need to be concerned about their own happiness at that point, mm-hmm. not not how you impede or. Or contribute to their happiness.
1: Well, I know, and even like in in situations like that, what is that teaching them? You know, for you're you're setting them up for failure for the future too. Mm -hmm. And when they have their own children and grandchildren and all that, what are they gonna do too? Yeah, and what are they gonna do to their husband too? Are they are they gonna put their husband first, or are they gonna put their children mm-hmm. first. You need to I mean, I guess they they could probably disagree with me, you know, all the way and just be wrong. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> and say and say that no, that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. No, that's not how it's supposed to be. Right. You are Well, I think yeah, cuz we shared um a quote one at one point a while back about this, about mm-hmm. how your uh yes, your family of origin is important. It, it
0: said that the family you came from is important, but the family you've created is more important.
1: Yes. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's huge.
0: That was probably one of our most liked mm-hmm. posts we shared.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, now, I'm sure that there were some people that do not like that statement at all. Mm-hmm. So I was very pleased and kind of tickled that so many people really did like it because I know that... There are, are people that don't agree with that in any way, shape, or form. Um, but that's how it's supposed to be. It is. You know, you're, once you develop a relationship, but, but uh, well, how, how, do you, how do you think that ties in with, with the family you create? You know what I mean? Oh. I, I think it's one thing to say, I mean, when you say the family came from, you say, yeah, yeah coming from my mom and dad and, and, and my, my family here is very important. But now that I've started my own life, that's more important. Uh-huh. But how does that tie in? Let's take that to the next generation, where yeah, I've left mom and dad. I'm not focused on them. I'm focused on my family. Now I've had my my kids,
2: uh-huh. and
0: I'm I've I'm of course grown. My kids are of course grown. As a parent,
1: you still need to you still need to realize that your kids need to grow up, mm-hmm. and you need to pass down that that wisdom. To them.
0: Of cutting the cord?
1: Yeah. Of, no, you know, you, the family that you're creating with your new husband or with your new wife is going to be more important than all of us. And you should be. And I will back off and I'll be here when you need me. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, you guys are, you know, are it.
0: Well, and I I bring that up because I, I immediately think about this guy that I was in the Navy with. And we were stationed together in Florida for several years. And when I came in, um, I had been in probably two or three years when I met him. And he was already at that like sixteen, seventeen year mark in his career. So mm-hmm. he was going to retire in the next few years. He had gotten into some—I think he got like a DUI or something like that a couple of times. But he gotten in trouble. Um, ultimately, got divorced. Mm-hmm. And he had he had kids. I think at the time that were they were teenagers but closer to adult teenagers than closer to adolescent teenagers mm. and he had uh, i think he had three or four kids uh, or maybe maybe it was only like two or three i can't remember but he, he had a handful of kids that were relatively close by about two or two years apart for each of them but they were i think the oldest may have been 18 and then he had you know like a 16 and a 14 year old or something like that and eventually he ended up um i think transferring somewhere else and he uh, I think he ended up we, in Florida we had Jacksonville, and we had Mayport. and I think he went from Jacksonville to Mayport, which it's all kind of in the same area in the same state, but
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, so he got to see his kids and stayed relatively there as long as he wasn't on deployment uh, until he retired. Well, during the last part of his career, he met another woman
2: mm-hmm.
0: and they got married and she was a good catch. They had a great relationship. The kids liked her a lot. Um, They got along. The kids were still involved with their mom quite a bit, and they all kind of lived in the same area of Florida with one another. Um, Well, this went on for a little bit, and the kids all ended up becoming adults. Um, I think one or two of them actually started their own families at this point. And his new wife ended up getting a job transfer to, it wasn't too far, it was like, I don't know, North Carolina or something like that. okay. And he didn't go with her. Oh, because of his kids and his grandkids.
2: Uh huh.
0: And we were like, "What are you doing? Yeah. Just, why would you not go with your wife?" And he spun it like, "Well, she wanted me to choose between her and my kids." Uh huh. And it's like, "Well, duh. You're, that's your partner. That's who you should choose." Yeah. And he didn't see it that way at all. Um, and he, so he, was, he
1: just saw is no that my family is.
0: Yep he he was putting his adult kids above his partner. Oh. Instead of doing what he should have done uh-huh. and lived happily ever after oh and stayed gosh. with his partner. Jeez. And so I, I, that, that's why I bring that up. Like whenever you have that 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 kind of generational dynamic of you know and, and you touch on well what what's he teaching his kids? Well the funny thing that happened with that is. His daughter, one of his daughters ended up marrying, um ended up marrying a sailor and they moved to Virginia and I think the other one like moved somewhere else. Oh and, and he basically kind of gave up on his own relationship
2: for, for nothing for nothing anyway. Yeah.
0: But it was like, dude, just be happy. You're with the girl that you want to be with, so just be with her.
1: That's so weird. Yeah. But he,
0: he let his and, and he really tried to spin it like he was taking the high road. Yeah. Like, well, this, I'm, I'm never leaving my family. I'm never, I, I'm not turning my back on my kids. And, and it's like, nobody's asking <laughs> oh you to turn your back on and So I don't know if the kids like influence that. Yeah. Like if they knew that they could control daddy yeah. by giving him a guilt trip. And well, well, where are you going to be when when Susie's two?
2: Oh or, my god. Or, or whatever yeah, it was. And they, they start up. pulling
0: this BS guilt uh-huh. trip stuff. and. Um, so I don't know what happened all behind the scenes, uh-huh. but it was, you know, we, we, knew well enough that the best decision for him was to go with her and he decided not to.
1: That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Jeez. I mean, I couldn't imagine living a life like that
2: mm-hmm.
1: where, well, and I, always, I always go back to the, to the Bridges of Madison County movie mm-hmm. because, you know, she chose the life with her family or whatever. And, but sometimes, I, I, I don't know about sometimes, I would say all the time, you should choose to be happy. Right. Choose to be happy. And if that means being happy and not having your kids right there, yeah then be happy. Mm. You can visit them. They can visit you. You can come and see your grandkids or your grandkids can come out for the summer or whatever yeah. you know that's there's
0: there's ways to handle that yeah um, that may not be ideal for everybody
2: mm-hmm.
0: but what's what's best for you it's okay to say well what's the best thing that I can do
1: mm-hmm. um, but yeah. I know I know well and I, I think that the whole family thing too it really people really our families really try to control people too, mm-hmm. you know, and they they really want you to just stay there and and I don't know, just be there because they they want you there.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's
1: like, well, is that best for me though? Yeah, you know, and you really look at the whole situation and and see what is best for you. Mm-hmm. You know, is it best? I mean, who knows? Maybe the guy guy's life could have been better and, you know, he could have bought a nicer house or something mm-hmm. in North Carolina. Or, I mean, she had a better job opportunity yeah, well, she, there. Yeah, well, she so. had a better
0: job up there and it was in like Asheville. In Asheville, North Carolina is gorgeous. Pretty. It is so pretty in Asheville. Um, we yeah.
1: even looked at like moving there. Before. We did, yeah. yeah. We we
0: looked at it was one of the locations. I wouldn't yeah. mind uh, getting some kind of place. It's beautiful out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it it's almost like that, you know. What could have been, you know? Could you yeah. look at that parallel universe to see what you know what your life could have been and and would have it been happier? And, and you know, I like to think it would have. I mean, even looking at our situation when. You know what would have happened if I came to Oklahoma and you didn't? I know. You know? Yeah. And and you you were missing out on all this.
1: I know. That's <laughs> sad. I don't like to think about that. <laughs> no.
0: But you know, I, I think that. But that's
1: weird though, too, because like even the the wife, though. You know what could have she done too? You know, I guess it's like you you look at both partners. Well, and
0: and I I imagine it became this. Um. You, you know, you know how some people are like. They, they already like dig their hills in before the conversation even yeah. happens. Oh, where,
1: I'm never gonna yeah, do
0: that. The, the the never people drive me nuts. Uh-huh. Someone's like, I'm never gonna move here. I'm never gonna do this. I'm never leaving my hometown. I'm never leave, moving away from my kids. I'm never. And so I think he kind of had that that completely closed minded perspective uh-huh. of his own future anyway. And I think that with, when it came time, he spun it into this. You're asking me to choose, choose you over my family
2: mm-hmm.
0: when, okay, let's just say for argument's sakes that that was what she was saying. You are supposed to choose her. Yeah. When you have grown ass kids that have mm-hmm. their own life, newsflash, you are supposed to choose your partner.
1: Well, and I would even say children. I mean, I know that, you know, there's divorced parents out there and stuff that like have to stay in the same state as their partner or whatever. Mm-hmm. But even sometimes taking that child out of state, <laughs> out of a different situation, and making their life better from taking them out of that mm-hmm. could be better too.
0: Yeah, I, I've seen that as well where. Um I, I specifically think of this this one individual right now. I, I don't want to say too much because I don't know if she listens or not. I know this I know I know this other guy does not listen at all. Mm-hmm. But with her, it you know, she's got that very staunch, you know, nothing's gonna get in between me and my baby. And and baby's now sixteen years old.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
0: she's passed up on good guys and good relationships and good opportunities. And she's not tied down where she has to stay
2: mm-hmm.
0: in one location. And she has sole custody of this kid and she could go do whatever she wanted. Um, but she will not allow. It's almost like she's been a single mom since he was like three years old. And oh. she's been so set in that he comes first, he comes first, he comes first, that she doesn't know how to take her own life off the back burner. Mm. And you wonder, well, what's what's going to happen when he is eighteen and goes off to college, or yeah. he's twenty two and he moves away? I mean, and marry
1: what, someone. What? Then? Oh my gosh! Yeah. And then she's, she's going to be,
0: gonna be, a be monster the yeah, the monster in law, the mom, the mother in law from hell.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Um, you know how, how does how do you transition to that? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think, and like I said, I, I I agree when you when you have that small child that they're. Their needs should come first. Mm-hmm. I, I just I don't I I don't agree with it once they've, a once they're age. getting ready to leave the nest or they've left the nest or mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, their 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 well being is no really no longer really your responsibility at all.
1: Yeah, I know. Mm hmm.
0: And, and you know, could be missing out on some really good stuff.
1: I know, I know. Well, and so, I mean, of course yeah with all of this with everything we always put each other first seth and i that's that's the biggest thing and i mean like it sounds cliche or whatever you know you hear that that quote you know choose love first or whatever but i i say choose each other Mm -hmm. first and if you if you continue to do that throughout your relationship choose each other first your relationship should be a lot easier
2: mm-hmm.
1: and things will be things will hopefully be effortless right and stuff
0: stuff just kind of falls into place
1: yeah mm-hmm yeah but I'm do you have anything else to add no I,
0: I really don't I mean I think that it's it, it really just kind of ties into the uh, what we said at the beginning you know what 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 is the one thing that people could immediately start focusing on or immediately start putting effort into to see a a better closeness in their relationship or see um you know a, a gap bridging or or see some kind of improvement or 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 something and i think that doing that putting whatever it is whatever you're doing whether it's your hobbies your your favorite shows your your poker night, your girls night, your fantasy football league, whatever it is that you do that is occupying time over your partner to the point that there could be resent or, I mean, mean, if you're already there, if you're already at the point where you don't really do anything with your partner and you're wondering, how do I get this back? This is the best way to go Mm -hmm. immediately. Just start putting them above all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And don't be a I can't person and, and, well you start making just don't don't start making excuses as to why you can't accomplish that
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, make him a priority if you make your partner a priority chances are you're going to become a priority as well
1: yeah exactly um
0: and and, and I think that you know neg- neglect is just huge and and you can really fall into that complacent bowl and just stay there for a very long time of of living with a partner that neglects you mm mm-hmm. um so don't let that happen. no, and just start putting them above above everything. Yes, just try it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I'm pretty sure you'll be you'll be pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. with the outcome. But yeah, I think that about wraps it up for this week. Um, as always, thank you all for listening. Um, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on on Instagram um and rate us and review us we've had um a few more reviews and everything this week so yeah that was pretty exciting to see Mm -hmm. but um yeah do all that and listen to us wherever you'd like to listen to your podcast and we'll talk to you next week thanks